0: You're now tuned into the Lit Podcast. Keep it locked. If I can start my life over, go back into time I will fix every wrong, change every line Do it the right way, the better way, love a little more Faith is the kid, it opens up, up our doors If I can let more the past and reach for my future I need the most high directing me of my future When I lay the rest, my pain will be over I wish sometimes I can start my life all over Yo, 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 welcome to the Lit Podcast Where we motivate inspire help you when you're feeling low and also help you to know God. Y'all welcome to a special session of the Lit podcast. This this uh series is called Reflections. This is a 7 part series where I will be discussing reflections, quotes out of my latest book called The Lost in Transition. Reflections. You can get this on Amazon and also you can purchase on com. Shameless plug. Now, with that being said, God has been put this on my heart a long time ago to do this. But there were times where I used excuses and I procrastinate. Guess what? I'm going to get right into that, into this point. And they're just talking about procrastination. Reflection number one, you have to get to a point in your life where you stop making excuses and just do it. How can God bless you if you're standing still and not doing anything? Faith without works is dead. Most of the times we hear faith without works is dead, you know, getting us to do something that we've been procrastinating on for the longest. And... When God had, I mean, he literally just woke me up and opened up my eyes. He was like, you wrote down something that you wanted to do. You told people about it. You even made um a flyer for it. And you still have not yet to do it because you're making excuses. Yes, I was making a lot of excuses on why I didn't want to do it. I was, you know, blaming on the in- the injuries and pain all the time. And God was like, it doesn't take nothing for you to sit down in a chair, open up the word and start to deliver what he has for me to speak to the people. And I was like, wow, you know, I'm just sitting there making so many different excuses. It's like, how am I get it done if I'm sitting here, you know, stagnant? If I'm sitting here not putting towards any effort, if I'm sitting here, you know, just dreaming about it, just thinking about it, having visions about it, and not doing it. Now, the commentary for this quote is sometimes in life, we tend to know what we're supposed to be doing. We tend to have that I get to it later syndrome, that would be me, and start to make an excuse. The reason we tend to procrastinate like this is because deep inside we have some type of fear. Yes, some type of fear of it being a negative outcome that keeps us from moving or just plain being lazy. In order to see the blessings of God, of what God has in store for you, you have to step out on faith and let God lead you. The rest of the way. Let God lead you the rest of the way. Guess what? You got to start something. Whatever you file short, God will come and make up the difference. You got to start it. And that goes to, you know, my first point procrastination is a dream killer. Procrastination is a dream killer. God has so many, He has given us so many ideas, He has given us so many um, resources. So many ways to, you know, do the plan that he has for us. But guess what? Procrastination will kill it. You will sit there and just, well, you know what? I get to it later. And you have that syndrome. And guess what? Weeks, months, and sometimes years been on went by. And you have not yet to do anything. And you wonder why that it keep getting laid on your heart. Especially if God has something for you and it is like heavy on you. You keep thinking about it. You can't sleep. You can't really eat too much. It's just constantly on your mind. That is God's sign showing you that, hey, maybe you need to do it. Now, the scripture for that is Proverbs 10, 4 through 5. Proverbs 10, 4 through 5. The Word of God says, He who has a slack hand becomes poor. But the hand of the diligent make rich. He who gathers in the summer is a wise son. And he who sleeps in harvest is a son who causes shame. When you think about that back in that day, you know, if they had to store up and it would be good to gather, you know, to store up, you know, whatever crops and all of that stuff you know, during the summer, so guess what, when the harvest comes, you will have something, you know, to uh, trade, to tithe, to give, you know, that's how how it was in that day, you have to store up, an example is like, um, when I was walking, I used to always see these squirrels, yeah, they'd be eating some acorns, but guess what, they would grab a couple of them, and they will bury them under the ground because they saving it. They saying, you know what? Hey, some acorn. The season might be, you know, um, season might be over soon. And then guess what? I'm going to, you know, I'm going to bury a couple of them so I can have them, you know, for my family just in case of emergency. Now, some people will kind of debate me on that and say, well, what happened to the scripture? where it talk about doesn't, you know, store up your treasures in heaven and stuff like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being able to do what God has for you. And guess what? You have to save something. Guess what? You do your due diligence by, you know, you giving, you, um you know, sharing the good news. And guess what? The rest is yours. You know, don't, you know, have that discourage you for saving up for a rainy day. Ain't nothing wrong with saving up for a rainy day. Now, when you get to the point where you want to be greedy, now that's where God has a problem with it. See, that's two different things. It's just like that, you know, the scripture talks about the different um, the t- different tablets. And so he was talking about the main one that was greedy, the one that just wanted to hold it for himself, which the other two, they you know, they invested and they made double. Now we're talking about the person that wants to um, store up and be able to have for a raining day. Now, that's pretty much what the scripture is talking about. Because guess what? If you don't work to go and get it, you will never have it. Everything is not given to you right off the bat. Mm-hmm. You think we live in... The, you know, you sometimes we have this fantasy world where it's like, you know what? People are just going to bless me from the north, south, east, and the west. Okay. So, how they going to bless you... If, if you are not doing anything, you know what I'm saying? Once you get those plans together and God might send some people to bless you, sometimes it's not always the money. It's also with some advice and some, you know, tips. And sometimes we don't see that as a blessing. If somebody can come give me, you know, an advice uh, about my business, that's something that's going to, you know, benefit, you know, going to be beneficial to me. Guess what? I'm going to listen. I'm going a, I'm to a take notes. That's just as good as somebody helping you and blessing you. Go ahead and move on. Fear will hold you back. There was a lot of times where I've done videos in the past and I procrastinated on them because I thought, will they be able to you know, understand what I'm trying to convey or what I'm talking about is too controversial or is this gonna you know hurt some feelings? Will I get rejected? and you know that that's still from a couple of bad experiences. There was a time I preached at a a church, and um you know it wasn't it wasn't that long. It was like maybe um you know twenty minutes or so twenty maybe a little bit longer. I can't remember, but I noticed that that people in the crowd was giving me stank the stank face. And I was thinking as I was preaching, cause it was it was a men's it was a men's um ministry conference or something like that. And we was he ta- was talking about the three hundred. I had mentioned about homosexuality. I mentioned about different sins and stuff. You know, I'm preaching the word, and that's what the word was saying. But I got the stank face, and for a moment, I allowed the devil to discourage me. I allow it to discourage me. And the thing is, I wasn't even talking on the subject long, but just the mention of it. I got the stank face and I was like, you know what? And then I started to tone it down. You know, I was up here, you know, bringing the word. Then I start to get a little discouraged. So that fear held me back and I end up just and at the end of it, I end up just, you know, cutting the rest of the message. I was like, you know what? You know, thank you for your, you know, time. Thank you for the opportunity and it's done. But guess what? It still touched a couple of people. They was like, yeah, they can relate because X, Y, and Z. I'm not going to really get into that. But I let that fear keep me from really conveying the rest of the message. And do not allow fear to hold you back. Just do it. Guess what? If you, like, I've heard this, um... This quote by Denzel, or he had said it in a, um, he had said it in, in an interview or something like that. No, it wasn't an interview. It was a um, commencement um, at his uh, alma mater, and he said, "If you're gonna fall, <laughs> make sure that you fall backwards, so you'll be looking up, or it could be either falling forward." So I just thought about it. it's like, okay, if you're gonna fall. Guess what? You made the attempt. You just you didn't like not attempt and fail, but you at least did something. And guess what? You might have failed. You might have fallen a couple of times. You might have started over on that business, might need to you know, revamp that business a couple of times, but guess what? You did it. You tried it. But don't let fear to keep you from pursuing the thing that God has for you. You have to get into the point. In the point of your life. Where you stop making excuses. And just do it. Last but not least. Keep pushing. Even when it gets hard. Mm hmm. When it comes to doing stuff. You know for God. Guess what. It's not going to be easy. Starting anything. Is not easy. It's, it's going to take some dedication. Mm hmm. De- and when you, when it comes to dedication, guess what? You're going to be, you know, motivated when it comes to dedication. You got to be motivated. You got to be able to have that drive. You got to have that hunger in order for you to do that. When it comes to dedication and it comes when it comes to that dedication it's sometimes where you might not be able to get enough sleep at night because you're thinking about it. Or you're waking up early and you're, you know, jotting down the notes and stuff like that. And sometimes that can take a toll on us. You know, even when we're working that purpose or working that dream out, guess what? It will get pretty hard. So do not give up when times get hard. And I'm going to leave it with this. I'm going to read my, um, you know, my commentary on the book, and as I and as as I stated in here, I said I, as I reflect on this lesson, I realized there was a lot of times that I procrastinated because of fear. There were so many opportunities that I missed because of the fear that I had of the negative outcome. And these are my words that's you know that I wrote down in the commentary. That when I think about the scripture you know Proverbs 10:4 through 5 I think about that the part that really stuck, you know, stood out to me. You know, he who has a slack hand becomes poor. That really stuck out, stood, stood out to me because of the fact that I was like, wow. So when you think about slack, you just you know, you just giving out just a little bit. You know, you're not you're not extending your hand out. You're just giving them just a little bit, you know, slack. And he's like, why Why did that become poor? Because of the fact that you're not using your best, you know, using to the best of your knowledge and your abilities. You know, um, I sometimes think about people that are caught up in situations. Sometimes, and, and this is going hurt, but sometimes a lot of those things are our fault. Yeah, a lot of the situations that we get in is not the devil. Once I said I said it her um on one of the reflections about worshiping the devil, sometimes we can give the devil too much credit. Mm. Yeah, we give the devil too much credit. Every time we turn around if we are not doing anything that God has for us or we tend to procrastinate or something happens. We immediately blame the devil. Why? Because we want to blame somebody. Well, why not blame the devil? And most of the times we do that so much to where it's repetitive. And guess what? In that, in that moment, you are giving the devil glory. Glory. Whether you saying I ain't giving the devil glory, I ain't worshiping no devil. If you keep on saying the devil made me did it, or the devil trying to stop me, the devil this and the devil there, guess what? That might be you. You might want to look into the mirror and say, What have I done? Or have what what have I not done to get me into this position? got to think about it so that is it for reflection number one of um, this seven part series so hey all you have to do is check out the um, different uh, videos that's in the links that's in the um, description box below and all you have to do is subscribe to the channel check out the different content this is Derek Seelman And God bless. Yo, this is a public service announcement. If you have that idea that you have been wanting to get out, all you have to do is download the app Anchor FM. And guess what? You can make your podcasting dreams come true. All you have to do is click the link.